Thursday morning to you. It's Tyler Glenn of the Tyler Glenn Show, and welcome. Good to see you. Uh, as Cindy put it this morning, we are seeking the sun. We are the sun seekers, and we have thunderstorms move through the area and more on the menu for us today. In fact, we had a tornado warning that was issued for about 30 minutes last night. We'll have more on that coming up in just a bit. It's going to be off and on stormy for this last day of spring. Summer officially arrives tomorrow. Summer's here. Summer! Otherwise known as Sunseeker Christmas. Summertime! Summertime! Oh, I can't wait. It's like Christmas Eve for Sunseekers. Tomorrow is the start of summer. Are you as excited as I am? I'm just a little excited. It is like the best time of year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. I can go outside and not freeze my ass off. I love summertime. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Now, I mean, we had some storms last night, so yeah, it was a little rocky last night. But summer is here. We wait for it. We pray for it. And you know what? We did get a bit of an early start, let's be honest. And people have been talking about that everywhere I go when we're talking about the weather. Man, that June was hot. Woo! She was a hot one. Junai, we call it. Like kind of a mix of June and July weather for us. I am not complaining. I This was my favorite June, I think, um, probably the last 20 years. Because we had the hot weather and we didn't really have those big, messy storms. And and forgive me if you were affected by some of the storms that did hit the area. I mean, there's no getting away from the storms when we have the hot weather like that. But I am loving this heat. I re- The humidity, yeah, we could probably, it didn't rhyme. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Your song didn't rhyme. Nick is the father-in-law from the Christmas vacation. Those little lights aren't twinkling, Clark. They're not twinkling. It's so true. So hopefully puppies are doing okay. It's going to be off and off thunder showers throughout the day today. Uh, although if you're headed into Winnipeg, you can see they've got some sunshine at Eli. That's beautiful. And uh, it's a little bit clearer on the eastern side of the province. But you can see on that radar there, I'll get you a better shot here. When you talk about love and the heat, I love the heat till about 30, 33 degrees. In Texas, it is getting like close to 50 degrees Celsius. That red like 125 degrees Fahrenheit. You can't even be outside. They can't go outside to enjoy summer in Texas right now. Wherever it's red, like the earth is burning. You go swimming in the ocean in the Gulf right now, and it's like bathtub water. See how red it is on that screen? And they're saying how people just, yeah, 120 in Texas. It's the opposite of what happens here. Shit starts to break. Like... Big time, it cooks. There is a point where you just you you either have to be living in a swimming pool, or you can't or you can't go outside without the air conditioning. Again, it's kind of the polar opposite of our January, where you know we're kind of trapped inside because of the cold in Texas at 120 Fahrenheit. Paul, they get trapped inside because of the heat, because unless you've got a swimming pool, this is you can't you can't survive that. This is so hot. A special good morning to Ida. You'll see in our little floaty sponsor window to um, my, what is this? My right, your left right here. 
right there. Oh, look at I got it this time. Right there. There's the alternative right there. You're going to see Backyard on Aberdeen pop up. And we welcome them to the Tyler Glenn Show. A beautiful indoor, outdoor, full service venue. So when you see the Backyard on Aberdeen logo, I want you to think about parties, corporate events, weddings. Anytime you have a fun get together, because we're the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. And this little business, they're, they're right behind Canadian Tire in Brandon or just just behind Canadian Tire liquor store area of the uh, the south end off of 18th Street there. You can host corporate meetings, grad dinners, birthday parties, weddings of course, very popular. A rustic modern feel, warm and welcoming to all. Harvest tables, round tables, indoor restrooms, live streaming projectors, indoor outdoor speakers and more. Amazing food by Ida's Catering with a large menu to personalize your meal to any need. And you know, if you're talking about like food allergies or you just want something delectable that no one's had before, they'll take care of it for you. Decorating includes colored linen, a uh, colored linens, centerpieces, ceiling draperies, rentals, setup and takedowns at your wedding or any any location. Um just give them a call uh, or send them an email and I've got the link through my website at tylerglenshow.com. So just find the little backyard logo there, click on it, and it'll take you right there. They got pictures and video and all the information you need to give them a contact to, to, to reach out to them, okay? I invite you to do that. And welcome, Backyard on Aberdeen, to the Beach Bunker and the Tyler Glenn Show. It's great to have you here. Big news this morning. Free Friday is back. This is the most popular day, I think, in the history of Southern Manitoba, when and and I think more so now than ever before, because for one day, for just a few hours, with inflation, especially food inflation, the highest we have seen in a generation. If you are fifty years old, you barely remember when food was accelerating in cost at this rate. Food is is a is the commodity that is you know, more valuable than gold right now, let's face it. So when you have an event where you're handing out free food, you're they're going to be overrun. This is going to be very, very interesting because they've had this the last few years. Um, I think this is maybe year six for the free Friday. And if, you, if you're new to this, uh, all they do is they've got trucks that they bring from McCain. McCain is a big corporate, uh, big corporate employer in our area. Of course, our Carberry potato farmers, we know and love. They're part of our ag community. And potatoes are a big part of the food that we grow in this area. And so McCain, kind of as a as a corporate thank you and a community initiative, they will get together with Ronald McDonald House or other charities, and then they'll hand out their product for a little while and then just get and then raise money. They'll just ask for donations. And on July the 6th, the money that they raise will go to Ronald McDonald House Charities which is awesome. It's going to start in, at 10 in the morning and go till 4 in the afternoon. I wonder if there's the possibility that, that McCain could run out of French fries. Do you, th- do you think that's even a possibility? Do you think that could happen? And, and I am being serious. Like, would they, what would happen? They would just shut it down, I guess. They'd just say, look, we ran out and we don't have any more. It's Tasha's anniversary that day. Well, you'll make an anniversary poutine. There you go complete with candles like a birthday cake they're gonna hand out all these french fries and the reason i ask that can you imagine that they ran out is because on a star jet one time 
This was the gold medal game at the Vancouver Olympics. I think it was Sidney Crosby scored the winning goal against the Americans. Remember, we won gold? Well, we were on a star jet. We were in Jamaica, and we had taken over a bar at one of the resorts. Porky Jr. just subscribed. Look at the stars on the screen. Thank you so much. Attaching it to your Amazon Prime. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it's a big bag of fries. And it's a big bag of fries, too, Paul. It's, it is not one of those tiny little bags. That'll set you up for a couple of weekends, for sure. But anyway, back to my story about Jamaica. So we're watching this hockey game. I mean, when you've got Americans and Canadians in a sports bar on a resort in Jamaica, there must have been, I don't know, two or 300 people there. We drank the resort out of beer and rum. And I... I remember this because I, I said, and I was, you know, having a good time. I, I'm, I'm surprised I can remember it. But the thing is, is that you, to, to remember that you drank Jamaica out of rum is a feat unto itself. And you'd say, I can't wait to tell the story that I went on a trip and there was a day when Canada won the gold medal at the Olympics and we drank a Jamaican resort out of rum. Amazing. And we're going to reminisce about the day that Brandon was put on the map for the world's biggest poutine. And I was there. It was so much fun. We'll relive that coming up. Talk more about Free Friday. A Price is Right contestant throws out his shoulder. I knew this was going to happen. He got injured on the show because he's celebrating. He says, I want him. And it's so bad. You can see his one arm is hanging lower than the other. If you caught this episode of The Price is Right. If you didn't, we'll have it for you. Uh, also, someone asked ChatGPT to mash up some movies, and the results are kind of funny. We'll take a look at those those movie posters coming up. Bizarre rules for Disneyland employees that help keep it magical. But you know what? Their employees have some pretty strict rules. A fun, uh, fun question for our sun seekers and everyone in chat this morning. Are, what fact do some people simply refuse to accept? Float day, milkshake day. We'll talk floats. We'll talk milkshakes. We're heading over to Twitch. French Friday. We talked about that. Let's take a look back in time at the day that Brandon was put on the map and we had the world's largest poutine. Let's have a look and see at this. Oh, it was on Canada Day. That was me screaming there on the microphone. And it was Joe Beavers that did this. And they had it all. They had a, a, a system all figured out. They would fry the French fries, put them in coolers to keep them warm. And then, man, that was a lot of food. Look at the gravy. And then they served it up to everybody. Look at the plates of poutine. That was huge. And that was eight years ago. So was that 2000 or 2016? There's Chad. So it was 1,949 pounds of poutine that they uh, that they did. I want to get that stat back again because they no longer hold that record. Here we go. So the previous record was 1,102 pounds. They did 1,949 pounds. And Bernice was there that day. It was delicious. And I can tell you 
firsthand, I did also have a plate. There was so much food. It was warm and it was tasty because you know how on the show when we talk about big food and how it's one thing to make food large, but it has to be tasty. And honest to God, this was really, really good poutine. So they kind of checked all the boxes and they did get certified. They were, for a brief period of time, the world record holders for the world's largest poutine. Now that record is no more because according to the Guinness website, the look at this one. So these people in Quebec said, okay, wait a second. A little town in Manitoba can't have this record. We have to take it down. So they made a batch of poutine a short time later in 2019. Four years later, La Formage da Warwick group uh, made 3,000 kilograms of poutine. That is 6,700 pounds. August 3rd, 2019, they needed a rake. And they had to have specially built, a specially built container to make that happen. You can see the picture of it there. That is a phenomenal amount of poutine. And I remember they had to have a special scale. So as they're dumping the poutine in, it had to be a scale that was, that was super accurate. I mean, the Guinness Book of World Records demands as part of their protocols that everything's done on the up and up and that you've, you've got the proper documentation. And, uh, so I'm thinking French Friday, man, we could, if we all went for our free fries, maybe we could take down Quebec. Do you think so? Do you think I think McCain has got <laughs> 3,000 kilograms of fries for us? That is a lot of poutine. I'm going to be honest. I'm getting a little hungry now. In order to break this record, Jean Morin surrounded himself by a team of friends and cheesemakers because you'd, you'd have to have a lot of cheese. There were 42 deep fryers needed. When adding up all the ingredients needed for the record, they realized the challenge had now stretched to, uh, stretched to the vessel where the poutine would be served. A bespoke structure was made in order to accommodate the poutine, and the structure is made of wood and steel beams to support all the weight of the potatoes and the gravy and the cheese that would go on top there. Of course, he needed more than 300 volunteers for the different aspects surrounding the record attempt. If everything went well, between 6,000 and 8,000 people would have a giant serving of poutine. On the day of the attempt, musicians were on site, and it took place in Warwick, Quebec, where poutine was invented in 1957. So I think if you're going to have to lose your record... You want to lose it to the town in Quebec that put poutine on the map. I am okay with that. And that is, I don't think anyone's going to touch that. That is just such a huge amount. That is like three times the amount we had in Brandon for our world record. That is a lot of food. I think it's pretty much done. What are you going to do with your French fries, though? Do you, how do you eat your fries? Is it just, just plain? Do you make poutine out of them? You know what I like on mine is seasoning salt. That that Lori's seasoning salt, the, the orange stuff. My French fries generally look orange. I'm not a big poutine fan. I could take it or leave it. It's okay. I, I'm, I'll eat it, but I don't, I'm not one of these people that go out of my way to go, oh, I'm going to go to this place because they've got poutine. I'm just not. And you know, if we've got American friends that come up and they're like, hey, I need poutine. I want to try it. Then I, I, you know, whip out my Canadian passport, head to the nearest poutine place and say, okay, let's do the Canadian thing and have some poutine. Quentin is just salt and vinegar. Hmm. Can't say I do that a whole bunch. Lindy says, just got a message on Instagram that Elon Musk wants to follow me. Maybe give him your banking information. Send him. No, I'm joking. Of course. Is Lori's garlic salt. I've never tried that. And you can only get it in the States because I love the seasoning salt. Oh, oh, everything bagel seasoning. 
Where do you get that, Paul? Is that just at the store? You just can get an everything bagel seasoning? I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah, seasoning salt. I just, I'm addicted to seasoning salt. I can almost take a pinch of seasoning salt and just eat it. It's so good. I don't know. I think there's some garlic salt in it, though. Misbehaving in, in Quebec, they use homemade fries. Well, I mean, that's where it comes from. And I think that that would be that would be something you'd have to do if you ever if I ever went to... Oh, Epicure sells it. Okay. Epicure. Well, look at that. Or Costco. Quebec poutine. And their cheese has got to be awesome, too. It's it's like if you ever get a chance to go to Wisconsin. They, they do cheese. And Quebec has got... I think Quebec has more dairy farmers than we do here they they they're kind of the they're kind of the Wisconsin of Canada the French the French Wisconsin and so they they know cheese out there and so then it, it it would be reflected in the taste beautiful stuff food fun places and the mayhem of life we got it all here on the Tyler Glenn show oh boy speaking of food get yourself a flatbread pizza for lunch today wouldn't that be delicious a flatbread pizza nice and crispy thin mm, just hits the spot or maybe you're going to be in the mood for a barbecue crispy chicken loaded bowl or wrap wouldn't that be great feeling bold try the barbecue crispy chicken loaded bowl and wrap loaded yeah spicy and delicious where do you get this stuff tim hortons of course sponsors of the tyler glenn show with 10 locations to serve you brandon verton nipua dauphin and musuman we would love to have you stop on by and get a thirst quencher too when things get hot again uh or maybe you're just thirsty get the two new quencher flavors orange ginger sparkling quencher and blackberry yuzu sparkling quencher which join the current lineup of strawberry watermelon Peach and classic lemonade. You've always got time for Tim Hortons, Brandon, Verdon, Nipawa, Dauphin, and Mooseman. And we thank them so much for being sponsors of the Tyler Glenn Show. And when it comes to car cleaning, it's not just cleaning. It's not just detailing. Car clean. This is fine auto finishing because they'll do the outside and that's a lot of work. Scratches, dents, scuffs, hail. Auto Fashion, serving southern Manitoba with a wide range of services to make your vehicle feel and look like new. Skilled professionals use the latest techniques and high-quality products for ceramic coating, window tinting, paint correction, and more. MPI accredited, specializing in paintless dent and hail damage repair, help with faded color, grime, scratches, and swirls. Auto Fashion's paint correction will bring back your vehicle's shine and luster inside your vehicle. Fine auto finishing gives your vehicle a fresh, clean look and feel. Locally family-owned and operated, check them out on Facebook and Instagram, or better yet, pay them a visit. Right next to the car wash at 255 17th Street North, behind Lee's Buffet. You'll find them right behind Lee's Buffet. Your vehicle, Auto Fashion's passion. This is pretty amazing. This is a this is a neat little project that Four Sisters started in 1975. And this kind of jumped out at me because my wife has three sisters. And I wish they would have done this way back when. And maybe you know somebody that has done this in 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 a family that you know, maybe you've done this in your family where you take a family picture and then the next year you try and duplicate that picture. So you've got say the oldest at the far left, then the second, maybe it's in age. And then the next year, you try and line up and take the exact same spots in the picture. And then if you can do it the next year and the next year and the next year, it creates quite the little project that you can look back on after 20 or 30 years and see how everyone has aged. And these four sisters, 
remarkably, in 1975, said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to try to get together every year. And they did. I think in the 80s, they might have missed a year. You'll see it right away. And they took the they took the, a picture of the same people in the same spots over 40 years, four decades. They're the Brown sisters. And the first year that they took the picture was the summer of 1975. I'll show it to you now. This is very cool. And if you're on the podcast, this is going to be difficult for you to understand, but I'll do my best to kind of describe it as we go because it is, it's, it's really cool that you've got these four girls, obviously the 70s, 1975, and then 40 years before your eyes, they're 76. I like the fashion, right? You can see the development of the fashion, 1977. My sister was born that year. And then you're getting closer to the 80s, and you can see the fashion change again. The hairstyles are different. And then 79, 1980. And you can see them mature. They were university students, and now they're young women in the early 80s. And... They're in the same spot in the picture, 1983, and the pictures move quickly. 40 years of pictures with these four sisters. And all of a sudden, the hair starts to, to get a little bit thinner, and the, the wrinkles start to appear just ever so slightly. And then 1989, and you can see the, there's a little bit of bags under the eyes. And I'm saying this respectfully because I'm an older person, too. People age. It's just a reminder that we all age, and we all were in university age once. And now the age is really starting to set in. We're hitting into the 90s, and you can start to see that they are really turning the corner here. But the Brown sisters still together, still taking these pictures in the exact same spot that they did in 1975. And now we're at the late 90s. And time is, is, is starting to take hold as we turn to 2000 now. Cool that they remembered to do that. Oh, we got to remember to take this picture. Look at them. Years live 2005, and it just keeps going and going. 40 years of pictures. It really hits home that youth does not last forever. As someone once said, Aaron, that's when they started. Youth is wasted on the young. (laughs) So young. And then 40 years later, there they are, the Brown sisters. Okay, so I'm going to show you these movie posters. These are some movies that uh, ChatGPT, what they did is they put a couple of movies into the system, and then they came out with this, Fantasy at Full Throttle, The Never-Ending Fast and Furious. I like the never-ending story. And then the Fast and Fit, that doesn't really even look like Vin Diesel. You know how AI can sometimes get it wrong, you know? Don't you dare talk about snow. What are you, what are you talking about? Playtime's over. Inglorious Toy Story Bastards. I don't know. That doesn't work for me. It, it, in a world of one S's and O, zero O's, he's the Dark Knight, the Dark Matrix. Yeah. Great Scott, may the force be with us. Back to the Star Wars? Like, AI kind of misses the mark. They're trying to take these two movies and meld them into one. They've done their best, and it is something that is mildly entertaining. But winter is coming to the mafia, the God Frozen. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I'm not going to lie. It would be cool to have an animated mob movie with lots of, like, violence that is completely over the top in animation. I don't think that's been done in cinematography. I think that that could be a hit. That could be hit. Well, what's this one? Here's looking at you, kid. Even if your eyes are made in factories. Casablanca 2049. Alien Poppins in space. No one can hear you sing. That's actually 
I think AI, that's probably one of the f- more funnier things I've seen AI create. Alien puppets in space. No one can hear you sing. The good, the bad, and the ugly Avengers. When the West gets wild, the wild gets heroic. You know, that's not bad either. I would probably watch that. I don't like those. I'm not a big fan of the superhero movies. They're just too weird. And this takes weird and makes it even weirder. Two Lost Souls, One Epic Cosmic Adventure, Wall E.T. Those two, that could be a movie. That could be real. Jaws, Unchained, The D is Silent, The Shark Isn't. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. I like I liked the alien one. The alien one and the, and, and, and the superhero one. In space, no one could hear you sing. Okay, this, if you ever thought it'd be cool to work at Disneyland, 16 bizarre rules for Disneyland employees that helps keep Disneyland the most magical place on Earth. Now, some of these are pretty well known. Some of them may surprise you. You probably already know the first one, and that is that all employees are to be referred to as cast members. A cast member has to know everything, no matter who you ask, or what you ask at Disney, the cast member is not allowed to say, I don't know, ever. You have to remove that from your vocabulary. And I like little information pieces like this because Disney is massive. I don't think anybody can argue with that. They are one of the biggest, greatest companies in the world. And it's interesting to see their philosophy on different things. Interesting. Some you might want to adopt, some you might not, some you might want to think that it's stupid. But to have your employees have a mandate that says, you can't say, I don't know, ever. If a guest ever asks a question the cast member doesn't know, they have to pick up their phone and get a hold of a Disney operator who will be able to direct them to the answer. Imagine that. So now you, you're equipped with this information. You could go to Disney and try and stump them. Just, excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, what is the, do you know, do you happen to know what the ancient capital of Afghanistan was formerly called before the 1761 revolution that saw, um, saw it burned to the ground? What was the name of that city? Do, do you know that by chance? Then uh, just watch them pick up the phone because that's what they have to do. Facial hair is a big deal for cast members at Disney. All facial hair must be fully grown in, fully trimmed, or fully shaven. Cast members are not allowed to shape their beards. If you decide to keep a mustache, it may not be covering your lip and can't extend past the edges of your mouth. Cast members are not allowed to shave their eyebrows. Men's hair cannot extend over their ears or the collars of their shirts. Women's hair must be neatly brushed at all times. Braids are allowed, but beads are not. And cast members playing characters have to learn the autograph, and they have to learn it so that they can duplicate it accurately each time. So that is something that they have to practice. If you're going to be Mickey Mouse at Disneyland, you you have to practice the autograph. There's a height requirement to be one of the Disney princesses. If you want to be a Disney princess, you have to be between 5'4 and 5'8. Women cast members' fingernails can't exceed a quarter inch past the tip of their fingers and are not allowed to have any nail polish on them. Men cannot let their nails grow past their fingertips at all. They even check your fingernails. No visible tattoos are allowed to be on cast members. This includes tongue piercings and ear gauging. 
basically any body modifications other than standard pierced ears for women. That's it. Or you're not allowed to work at Disney. Even the smallest details like wearing prescription glasses are regulated. If you do wear glasses, they cannot display a brand or logo. Also, the frames must be conventional, otherwise known as just blonde, blonde, bland. There's a reason that Disney resorts are so clean all the time. The rule is if you see garbage and don't pick it up, you could be fired. Every employee is told to pick up trash the second you see it, and they do. They do. Even the way they pick up the trash has a Disney guideline. If cast members see trash on the ground, they're not allowed to bend over to pick it up. They have to use a scooping method. And by scooping, it's like a curtsy. I've seen it. And some of them even have the, um, they look like a, um, a wand with a claw at the end. And it'll, it'll pick up the garbage. They'll just, it's like honest. It's retractable and it'll, they'll pick up the garbage and they'll put it in the trash. I've also seen this accurate, 100%. Pointing is not allowed. When they when you ask where something is, Quinton, they'll not say, oh, the bathrooms are over there. They use their whole hand because it, they, are, they are sensitive to the fact that in many cultures, pointing is rude. So they use their entire hand and it stands out. You notice one of those things. You're just like, that's kind of weird that you just raise your whole hand and say, it's over there. If you work at Disney, you cannot talk about anything that you do on any social media platform. You sign a contract, and you can't say where you work, when you work, how work was. Work is not discussed. You are an invisible worker on social media, period. Walt Disney liked to be referred to by his name, Walt. This is why you only see first names on cast member name tags. Also, if two, two cast members play the same Disney character, have the same name, one of them gets to pick a new name to go by in order to avoid confusion. They also put on the name tag what, what the hometown is of the people that work there, which I find especially helpful when you're, you know, getting served or you're get you know, going on a ride or you want to you, just in conversation. And you do see Ontario, Canada, Lindsay, Ontario, Canada. You go, hey, Lindsay, we're from Manitoba. Oh, where are you from? Cast members at all Disney parks use code words to keep things comfortable for their guests. For example, if someone throws up, cast members use the phrase code five. Cast member used to say there's been a protein spill, but that has been since changed to code or code V. Cast, and they also have a code that they communicate for people who spread ashes in the park. It's a, it, it is a huge problem for Disney. People bring Uncle Bob or grandma may or in their ashes and they want to spread them in the theme park and they they say no 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 no, you're not allowed to do that but people do it anyway and then it's like oh we got a code blue we got a code blue someone dumped the ashes in the disney park cast members and this is the last one cast members who play a role stay in character no matter what when outside the park they simply don't exist when inside the park they only know about their own role and nothing more in other words don't ask ariel what she thinks of princess jasmine she has no idea what you're talking about she is in character at all times that is pretty impressive so some strong rules for disney if you're gonna work at disney but it is it is a very magical place quentin's gonna see that firsthand more rain for those beautiful plants of yours that you picked up at Alternative Choice Garden Center, Landscaping, Yard Care, Garden Center, and Excavation. Alternative Choice Garden Center, 
25th anniversary with the Win Your Sod Contest, where one lucky client will win the value of their sod purchase back. Only the best quality plants, including annuals and perennials and trees and shrubs and growing supplies in the garden center. They've got the Grow Together Rewards Program. You're going to want to be part of that because those points, they obviously accumulate. What's better than a trip to the garden center than earning points on every purchase to get more plants? Stop in and sign up for the Grow Together Rewards program. If you love your yard, you'll love Alternative Group, a full-service company of landscaping, yard care, garden center, and even excavation, alternativegroup.ca. They did a social update yesterday, and this was a special that they had run, and I'm just going to briefly show this to you so that you can... Make the appropriate plans. Tray sale. Fill a tray with annual plants, including flowers, vegetables, hanging baskets, and and herbs. $20. Fill a whole tray. So you go to Alternative Choice Garden Center, 34th and Patricia. You can fill your tray for 20 bucks. Thank you, Alternative Choice Garden Center, for being sponsors, as well as visit Minot.org. Full of discoveries to be made. If you're a curious art seeker, an amateur historian, a science buff, or nature enthusiast, your path to new experiences is waiting for you at places like the Roosevelt Park Zoo, the Scandinavian Heritage Park, Dakota Territory Air Museum, the Magic City Discovery Center, and more. Not to mention great lodging and restaurants. And the shopping is incredible. North Dakota State Fair is coming fast. Every weekend is a fun adventure. And they have great social media accounts, so do give them a like, give them a follow at visitminot.org. Better yet, if you go to the website, you get the deals. You know the drill. Visit minot.org backslash Tyler Loves Minot for deals and specials. We go back to the quick lube live stream and look at how fast that moved through the area. Here comes the sun, do-do-do-do, live shot of the Murray's Quick Lube live stream. And the sun is out, and the puddles are there, and let the humidity kick in, right? Here comes the humidity. Don't forget, when you get that uh, oil change at the Quick Lube at Murray's, 1500 Richmond Avenue, they help support charity at the same time. Every time you get an oil change, there is a charitable donation That is made to the Bear Clan Helping Hands and Samaritan House. 8430 for your Murray Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac Certified Service Express oil change. And while you wait, they show you both filters every time. While certified certified technicians perform a multi-point visual inspection. Certified Service Express from Murray Chevrolet GMC Cadillac, Richmond Avenue. Your quick, reliable, charitable, and affordable oil change experience. Mention Sunseeker 10 and get $10 off. Today is Ice Cream Soda Float Day. What's the ideal soda ice cream combo? I didn't think this question would get a lot of traction, but apparently a lot of people are putting ice cream with their soda pop. I'm not a big ice cream soda fan. And the thing is, is I, what's ironic, it's vanilla milkshake day. So I've had to also pit the float against the milkshake. I think I'd come down on the milkshake. What say you, chat? Milkshake or float? Miss Vicky's buying. <laughs> I'm joking. Nice, nice. Nice musical notes, though. So, ice cream, float, or milkshake? Don says orange crush float. Cindy takes cream soda and strawberry ice cream. Okay, I've got to try that. I think I'm just not having the right kind of float. Paul says, uh, 
the root, the root beer float. Cindy's also a float. Lindy would take a milkshake. That's me. That's me too. I like the milkshake. Mm. And especially the ones you get. Can't get through the straw. <clears throat> Tracy says yuck to all of it. So probably not a dairy person is Tracy. Oh boy, Vicky's got three. She says she likes the Pepsi float, 7-Up float. Cindy, uh, this is our Cindy, says Pepsi and maple walnut. Yeah, like I said, Trev, I'm just, maybe I'm just eating the wrong one. That People are onto this. People, people love their floats. The root beer and ice cream that Paul likes, I think that's the big one, the root beer and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, root beer and vanilla, root beer and vanilla, orange crush and vanilla. So it's the orange crush and the root beer. But I think there's something to the cream soda and strawberry ice cream. That's from Cindy. I think that I think I might try that. That sounds like a pretty good, uh, pretty good combo. And so when we pit the uh, the float against the milkshake, how is? Oh, you can't say both. Deb says both. I'll take both. No, no, you have to pick one. Paul says not a fan of ice cream, so float works for me. Milkshake, milkshake, float, milkshake, float, float, and then both. So the people who can't make a decision, they are probably, I don't know, you have to pick one. (laughs) I love that. So would you like door number one or door number two? I go through both doors at the same. No, no, you're not understanding the instructions. Door number one or door number two. But I want to go through both doors. No, but you can only do one at a time. I know you want to go through both doors. Trev's milkshake, me too. Mama Sunday. Oh, what did you have? Orange and vanilla. That seems to be the most popular. Orange, uh, root beer and, and vanilla. Orange crush and vanilla. But that's like a creamsicle. I think that if I was to have a float, that'd be the one I have because I like creamsicles. Cherry shake with the pieces that get, oh, ho, 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 ho. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. A cherry shake with cherry pieces in it. Oh, doesn't that sound friggin' awesome? I don't know why that sounds so awesome. Fruit pieces in your milkshake. Oh, I think I might have to even make one of those today. I wonder if I got cherries in the house. I'll just maybe use strawberry pieces. That's a good one. That's the winner for me. Cherry shake with pieces that get stuck in the straw. And then they, you get them through and mm, yummy, yummy, delicious. So anyway, pick a door, pick a team. Maybe you'll do both. If you do both, okay. But for the purposes of our show, we were trying to get a gauge on what is popular. And actually, maybe that's why these people are choosing both is because I didn't realize floats were still this popular. I thought floats were a drink of the bygone era. Go down to the soda shop and get yourself a float. No, people still like them. Got to show you this guy on The Price is Right completely dislocated his shoulder. And his he dislocated it so bad while celebrating that his you'll see it. So I'm not sure the game higher, he's lower, playing lower, right higher. now. Yes! Ah! Whoa! Whoa! Yeah! yeah! So he's really getting into the celebration. Over here, Alice. Uh, let me explain what happened. Henry, uh, this, <laughs> Look is at Alice, his arm. this is Alice, Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating and go, and he dislocated his shoulder. Look at it. I know. Uh, so he's not going to be able to spin the wheel, but Alice is going to spin the wheel for him. Good luck. Here we go. 
Yes, the, you can see it. It's our, one arm is longer than the other. You want to say hi to somebody? Out of my family, uh, my wife, my baby, CC at home, and all my friends watching. Thank you. How I'd like about- to say hi to my doctor Not who I'll be seeing. Oh! <laughs> Don't hurt your son. <laughs> He can't even celebrate. Ready? I think I'll take the money that I want on the prices right and put it to my medical bills because unlike in Canada where I would probably get this for free after waiting ten years, I do have to I do have to pay for it here. So thanks, Drew Carey. Thanks, Price is right. I gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> thanks for being so much fun, you guys. You guys were so much fun today. You're fun every day, but boy. Had a lot of laughs and a lot of fun in chat today. And thank you for watching. Uh, at home, on your phone, on the various social media, or maybe you're on Twitch and you're lurking. We love you. Thank you for being here. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our sun seekers. Thanks for being part of the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. Have an amazing day. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock, okay? Have a great day. Stay dry.